goodness. Hi, I'm Timmy. Hi, I'm David. Are there downers that clog your creative airways? Every week we discuss the best ways to get unstuck. It's about time we talk about sustainability and what we make. Join us every Saturday. Take a page break. Um, I know it always sounds, it's David. <laughs> it always sounds different every time. What does it sound like? Um, I'm David. This is not my first podcast anyway. So. Okay. Um, I've been around. Oh, um, I've I've been I featured. It's not what you think it means in the streets, you know. Oh, I've been introduced a lot of times. Oh, okay. I've, I've featured <laughs> in on many podcasts or yeah, interviews. Or? Podcast interviews, all of them. I'm, I'm big time. All right. So who are you? All right, I'm David. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, carry on. You just get an interview voice. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm David, and I'm an artist, graphic artist, digital artist. Mm. Slash illustrator extraordinaire. I've been uh, doing my thing for a long time now, and I've built myself quite a following online. Hey. So um, right now I'm just trying to do my best to get my art out there and help others, you know, bring their visions to life as well. Lovely so stuff. That's Lovely. what I do. I'm Tumi, and I'm a writer uh, and an author, and I've been writing for quite a while. And now I'm focused on well-being in the creative arts. Yeah. Obviously, m- mostly writing because that's what I know. Yeah. But I want to say the creative arts because, you know, creativity isn't just confined to one... Um, <laughs> one? one medium? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that's really it about us. And what Page Break is about is very much connected to who we are um creatives who believe that you know creativity should be sustainable and you know what does that mean to you uh creative sustainability yeah creative sustainability oh my god it happens where sometimes i say sustainable creativity and then it comes off as something else but it's actually create creative sustainability so what does that mean to you um I think it's like being able, you know how you have a car? Pardon me, I have an, I like an Oh, well, I wouldn't know how, how to oh, have wow. a car. I don't have a car. Oh, well, you know how Carry on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. You get cars and you have to do MOTs, you know, because that's what you Suddenly do. very adult, adulting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. You have to do that to make sure that, you know, your car is always in tip-top shape, able to keep you know, going the distance, long mm. distance and, you know, get you from A to B in one piece. Right. Uh, for the long run. So I think, you know, sustainability is, you know, giving yourself, you know, the creative sustainability is what, you know, is, is doing what's necessary to keep yourself creating at a high level for a sustained period of time, you know, for a long period of time. That's fair enough. I don't know that I would have used cars. Oh, oh, just well. because they, I think they depreciate. Uh, okay, fair enough. Like, <laughs> Wears and tears and hairs and theirs. What does that have to do with? Do you know? Okay, it has a little to do with creating. Uh, that might have to be a different topic. Um, but today yeah. we're talking about the tor- tortured artist. Yeah. What do you know about that um, stereotype? Uh, Is it stereotype? Uh, trope. 
Well, I mean, you said it. Why don't you share what you know from it? Like, introduce the topic. Okay. So I think um, a tortured, or the the idea of a tortured artist is particularly around well-being, mental health more specifically, in that, you know, as an artist, there are some because you were exposed to the creative realm, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there are some um, things, some sacrifices, consequences Mm -hmm. almost that come with being exposed to um, creativity and creating. So many in that, in that stereotype, what, what, what is said is that if you're an artist or just a creative, you're likely to suffer from what depression, Mm -hmm. anxiety, Uh, heavy on the imposter syndrome oh, yeah. that it's almost in fact that if did you just crack your knuckles yeah, yeah, sorry, just, <laughs> like, as an artist you know my hands they get yeah i'm drawing a lot today so my hands are just a bit stiff fair enough sorry about that no it's calm so it's it's assumed that you have to be suffering from something mm-hmm. to even be a good creative um, one of the first things I heard as a writer is if you're not doubting yourself, it's probably not a good book. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So there were times when I was writing a chapter and I'm like, oh my God, this is such a good chapter. And then I'm like, oh no, should I feel <laughs> like this is, if I'm feeling like this is such a good chapter, it's probably a bad chapter. Oh wow. Yeah. And it's probably trash and no one's oh, going to read it. Oh. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think... Uh, th- there is the, tr- the, 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 what's it called? The stereotype. And then there's layers to it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, first layer being, oh, you're probably going through it. Yeah. Next layer being, you're probably broke. Oh, wow. Because you're creative. Yeah. And so that means you're forever in servitude. I do get that. To society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember when we watched um, The Menu? All right, yeah. yeah, it resonated so much with you. Shout out the menu, Disney Channel, Disney Plus. Or... Not Disney Channel, Scream. Oh, Disney okay, Plus. that's oh, a raven. I'm plugging them for free. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, so I really liked your take on that. Do you want to, do you want to, oh, right, do you yeah. remember your take on that? Yeah, I do, but yeah. I, I think before I lose my major points. Oh, fair enough. On the struggling artist, no, on the tortured artist. Oh my god, struggling! Yeah, that's another layer. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the layer I'm used to as an artist. Damn. Okay. You know, we see that as um, it's 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 even a popular, what's the word? Nickname, not nickname. I don't know a popular title given to artists, the struggling artist. Like if if you're you know illustrator or uh, or visual artist of you know in any medium. People just assume that you start off like really, really struggling. Like there's yeah. no, there's no, there's no money in it when you want to start because you have to make a name for yourself. You have to grind. You have to get your art in front of people, mm. and that's just a lot of hours spent, you know, drawing where you're not working or maybe getting money from it. So mm. you are going to be in a, for lack of a better term, broke. Mm. You know, and I think that's something I've seen with a lot of um even big big artists today like they say mm. oh i remember when i was living in the corner of my uh, you know family's family members there's always some story bedroom yeah couch i remember surfing. when my teacher didn't believe in me yeah, yeah it's was, always that no the couch surfing i couldn't yeah get into this this and that yeah but, you know they, they, they build up and you know they, they make it seem like it's a part of the journey you know when you say there's layers to it there's layers in the sense that in as much as 
even though we know it's stereotypical, yeah, you know, there is some elements of, you know, uh, truth to it and that you can highlight a pattern in multiple people's lives. Yeah. You know, when I first started drawing, I wasn't making any money from it. I think my first job was $10, $10 if not $5. And that was about two days of work as well. And I was mm. like, okay, you know, I guess this is what it means to be like, you know, a struggling artist. I guess I'm starting my own journey. In that. But did you even think about that? And did that, you even think about, oh my God, I'm struggling? Yeah, like... Really? Yeah, I mean... Oh. I mean, I'm not gonna... Not to... Hmm, I don't, I don't know how personal I can get, but... Um, Be careful. <laughs> well, um, thankfully, I mm. was I started my artist, you know, career, my art career while I was in university. Okay. So I was still very much under my parents' um, uh, roof. Roof. So, like, they were taking care of me and at least making sure my needs were met. So, like, the money I was getting from arts wasn't necessarily... I, did, I didn't need it to survive. To live, yeah. But, you know, when I look at where I started then and where I am now, mm. like definitely that was struggles. If that was what I had to live with. But I feel like you're only saying that from, I mean, obviously, definitely from where you're looking from yeah. now, which is that you use it to live. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, imagining others, when I think about others just, you know, trying to start from there and saying this is where they want to start from. and But they have no name yet. They have no recogni- uh, recognisable... Um, brand yet mm. you know i just feel like oh it's gonna be a struggle and just you have to get ready you have to get ready to you know for the mental struggle that comes with that you're even going to be fighting yourself They're fighting yourself ah the know. other day oh, wow. oh i'm so sorry to I cut really... you off I, I, I'll, I'll be quick the other day i was just like do you know what I, maybe i'm not supposed to be a writer i've given it a go i've published one book mm-hmm. let's leave it there <laughs> people know i can do it yeah. that is it <laughs> yeah oh not a one hit wonder oh no but yeah i was just like then i had to just like reflect did i publish the book so people could know i can do it do you know what i mean because even during my journey um i had a fantastic support system so i was forced to reflect because i had stop and start moments kind of like what you're saying which is you're going to have those moments Mm -hmm. so writing being almost like whole projects that you're doing I had stop and start moments and um, my support, you know, system would be like, try and reflect on the why. Why are you doing this? And I was like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's um, such a wonderful perspective for me because a big part of my why initially was to prove people wrong. To prove people wrong. It was still about others. It was still about others. And do you know how unsustainable that is to, yeah, but that's a different topic. So you carry on. So yeah, you know, I guess going back to you know the tortured artist, mm. um, you referenced the menu, and even though that was about food, I could still connect to it. It's some form of art. Yeah, connect with it on the on the on the on the basis of being creatives. Mm. And you know, when I looked at it, like um, you know, oh, for the, the people that haven't watched it. Oh right, yeah. Do so, you want to say what the plot is? Also, it's about spoiler alert. By the way, if you're thinking, of it's watching, been four months. Get on it. If you're thinking of watching the menu mm-hmm. on Disney Plus please feel free to stop right now go watch the movie and come back or you can no it's a real spoiler uh, it's a real spoiler alert I love that yeah and you know just do that now while you have the chance or if you don't want to get spoiled at all you can just fast forward to I guess we'll let you know when we're back <laughs> 
Hey, 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 guys. Um, in this segment, we give our unhinged opinions in the unhinged corner where we talk where we talk about our um i'm going to say unpopular but it might not be some people might agree with it um opinions about um certain creative decisions in different creative spaces so my unhinged corner today is reading books that go off a tangent so (laughs) Is that possible? Yes. So, um, I'm 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 not necessarily not a fan of you know reading a whole book and it's you know telling me little tidbits about different people in the book here and there who do not feed into the final story at all. But when it goes into the full, I'm talking about depth of. It's I feel like it's happened in two different books I've read now. Um, only this year though and i've just been like but who are these people why are they at the end and how do they add to the story and come to find out they do not and they were kind of just a fill space um yeah i feel like that's my unpopular opinion all right bye How would we how would they know if they're fast forward? We'll do something. We'll do something. Okay, just get to it then. Yeah. Two minutes. Alright. Alright. So the movie is about this chef who invites people to a dinner party at his mm. private island. Mm. And the people that he invites are a mixture or a mixed bag of, you know, well known clients, people that visited the one time, mm. benefactors to his, you know, kitchen, people that um are super fans of his as well and long time you know, people that he has cooked for. Mm. And they come to the island and it's a series of, you know, I think seven course meals. Each meal had a theme. A theme. Mm. And as it kept going, each meal got more and more bizarre to the point where, you know, the sous chef uh, or the, you know, um, assistant chef. Yeah, themselves. sous chef. Yeah. yeah, killed themselves and called it a dish that they served food. Then they didn't serve his body just they didn't to, serve him, yeah. Just, the killing himself was part of the presentation, presentation yeah. And, you know, eventually ended it ended with all of them, you know, him killing everyone that came and mm. everyone dying except for this one girl who wasn't about that life in terms of about. She the, was like an outlier. Yeah, she was an outlier. She wasn't really a f- in the food world or whatever. No, but uh, who, out, who there was really okay? There were some people and he who were. Himself. Yeah, like he you just jump right to the his end. Plan was, his, plan was, <laughs> his plan was to die with yeah. his heart, yeah. feeding people that he did not give to what's about. Yeah, you know, and um, that just that just you know, I think just going through the movie from start to finish, you can see mm. the toll that the years of cooking, creating, creating for others took on him. Mm. You know, when uh, at the point in the movie we saw that. The reason why he started cooking in the first place was not just to get the accolades or to get the awards. Or he to get really critiques. enjoyed it. He really enjoyed making yeah. something that someone wanted and seeing them happy eating it from him. Mm. And, you know, um, when he got that feeling again in the movie from one woman that was there, she was the one he let go while everyone else died. Ironically, she said she didn't like his food and she said in she that... Like in that um, a seven layer presentation that he was doing um that was her way of escaping because technically none of them could escape you should watch the movie none of them could escape but then her escape was critiquing 
but not in that um, phony way of oh, using like um, yeah, like this fancy uh, like, yeah terminology. Yeah, yeah. So, like even the foodie was making personally like I'm not a foodie guy, type, type of guy, but like it was like you know those very like, questionable very fancy restaurants where they just put like two one dot on the plate <laughs> vegetables and one spritz of ketchup. And they call it some fanciest name. Yeah, the good thing, though, he was doing, like, a history lesson yeah. during... I loved it. Yeah, and, and the food was very artsy. Mm. But I don't think it... I wouldn't call it, like... I wouldn't food. say I'm satisfied. I wouldn't call it nutrition. Oh, he would have killed you. Because he said you're supposed to experience the food. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. you're talking about food isn't just putting something in your mouth. Too, you yeah, know? you experience yeah, it. Yeah, you experience it. I'm like, from an art perspective... I get what you were saying. There's some drawings that I do that it's not just meant to be, you know, this character that everybody knows. That I'm, you know, I'm. I'm, I'm it's not like, just supposed to be consumed. You want people to yeah, live to, in the experience. Yeah, and like, yeah. especially when I take a, a lot of time, put a lot of time into the background or put yeah. a lot of time into certain elements of design in the character. I want people to zoom in and see those details and, Absolutely. and feel part of that character's journey, not just mm. see it as an image and go scroll and move on. And throw or, fire emojis. You know, see it as an image and just, yeah. you know, just forget about it and by the next hour or so, you know, and, and, and yeah. as a creative, the fact that there's always that demand, even at him as a chef, there was always that demand, oh, what's your next dish or what's your next thing? Yeah, what are you going to do next? Yeah, what's yeah, next? Yeah. What's next? Ugh. Why does there always have to be? It eventually started twisting what yeah. he was doing and started making dishes that were so... Ooh, ooh, Outside wow. of his passion, really. Outside, yeah. And I think that's how he lost it. And I think that really brings us back into the... Your creativity needs to be sustainable yeah. or it would kill you. Yeah, so... Because the... it will be eating on a different part of you that it's not supposed to... You're already a creative. Yeah. There's an endless supply. Trust your supply. Mm-hmm. You don't need to... First of all, I think the, the, the wrong part of it was doing it for others. Yeah. Kind of similar to my story, really. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm growing out of that. But kind of in what you said, that you want people to experience your art. I've also... When, my first, when I was writing my first book, I, I kept... When I would give it to editors and the support system... I'd be like, did you, but did you see that part? Did you, Mm -hmm. I want them to experience how I, I, that might be a control thing actually, but I, I just wanted them to experience the story, even though obviously their jobs were to like look for faults and stuff, but I also wanted them to see the story for what it was, the layers, the, the, the language. I wanted everything to kind of just mesh Mm -hmm. and become one stamped experience in their reading um lives but yeah that's a bit of uh you know reflection on our experiences but yeah back to the tortured artist yeah and the menu yeah what we saw was the more twisted or further away from his core passion his food got the more the world applauded him i know so wow that's so true talking going back to the history examples like the van gogh's the ones that you know even the cutting off his ear that was you know known for you don't know funny enough that was kind of applauded in a certain way because we're still saying it till today exactly yeah the inner turmoil that goes on in the artist that what they're putting out is so far from where they started that yeah that you know 
the way they have to stretch and pull, pull their mind just to bring out what's next, what's going to get these people excited. But then you have to question, aren't you supposed to challenge yourself? So obviously I'm not trying to play the devil's advocate. I, I, I hate that whole idea. But um, I just think I heard a quote today on Instagram and it was by um, a Nigerian artist, <laughs> Burner Boy. Um, he's known to be arrogant, but that's a different story. Um, but he said something that struck me and he said, in this, he was talking about the music industry, which is also a form of creativity. Um, he said, in this music industry, there's nothing like, I tried my best. You don't get awards for trying, nobody even knew. You have to be explaining to everyone that's, I tried my best, I tried my best. But you didn't come first, you didn't come second, you didn't come third, so no one's gonna know about you. No one's gonna know about your best. No one's gonna know that you tried. No one's gonna know that you were sweating. And I, that just kind of made me sad. Because <laughs> I was like, that's sad that, Again, it goes back to basing on people outside of your, like... No one's going to know. It's not about people knowing. It's about pulling from your well of creativity, pulling from what you've been endowed with, your skill. You are an arti artist, you know. It's whether or not people say, yes, I give you the stamp of approval. You are an illustrative artist. It shouldn't matter. And it, it sounds it sounds like, oh, but we're not living in a world of fairy tale, so mm. obviously that's not gonna happen. It can happen when we start putting sustainability, when we start seeing the end in the in the beginning. So how does one escape from falling into that um bracket of the tortured artist? How do you think you know, someone can, you know, avoid falling you've talked about, you know, um being intentional about being sustainable with the art and just avoiding certain pitfalls. But one thing I've noticed or one thing we've discussed now is the moment, you know, people recognize it or there's a there's a way to recognize like every form of creativity now has like a final award stage, for example. Yeah. Like if it's music is the, you know, VMAs or, you know, Grammys or whatever. I think that's videos. Oh, wait. Is this Sorry, the Grammys or whatever. I'm not up to date with the awards. Then with the <laughs> acting, with Oscars, with yeah. writing, Pulitzers, or any other one. With art, I know there's a couple that yeah. I know of, but, you know, I think, um, you know, just knowing that there's a there's a position you get to that people will then say that, yes, you've, you, you're at the top. You know, I think removing yourself from that rat race is a first step mm. towards i think is a, is a good step towards. i'm conscious not to box ourselves into solutions okay, yeah, yeah. why i say that is because it's it's a continuous journey, it's a continuous journey. and continuous improvement continuous. in yourself and the way to continuously improve is to both be as a creative mm -hmm. something i've seen you do as well um, be the observer and the doer of your art. Mm -hmm. So you're observing your process and how it's affecting you positively or negatively and making continuous improvement yeah. so that it remains sustainable. Continuous improvement in that regard can be finding a support system. Okay. That is people who hold you accountable to taking care of yourself during your process right. because it's no point you creating all this fantastical stuff mm -hmm. and not living to see them you know 
win awards. There's so many artists who left the earth before yeah. their time, really, and before they got to see their the, works recognized on the global And stage. that is such like a tragedy. Yeah. So I would say definitely finding a support system um, that not forces you, <laughs> but mm-hmm. that you've decided, okay, these are the people that I'm paying or not paying or whatever to look after my well-being, yeah, to center my well-being and creativity because you don't want to separate that. It might One might get lost and you don't want to become um, complacent. Yeah, so essentially yeah. like getting the right people around you. Yes. I feel like in just the last comment, I know we're short on time, but the last... Um, the, the one thing I can say for sure mm. is it important that the support system is people you know because Ooh. in my experience yeah you know I've had I've been drawing for a long time you know going through primary school secondary school and I always had the people my classmates and family being like oh this is nice this is good and this is great mm. but you know that kept me um, happy but okay, you weren't. But it kept me. But I wasn't growing. ambitious. Oh, okay. S- since I started putting my work out there, mm. and you know, random people on the internet were telling me, "Oh, this is nice. This is fire. This is you know good." And you know, I met my peers, like you know, people at my, you know, on the same journey as me, telling me as well that they see what I'm doing and they they like it. They dig with it. Mm. They f with it. You know, it made me feel. You know, also that that bit of ambition towards okay you know one up in it getting better and also doing uh more with my art mm. so you know i think did you only get positive feedback I've, well i mean there was one piece of advice that i got from one of my peers at the time that's really stuck to me mm. and um, i'm grateful for that because it, it was one of the things i was lacking at the time but now i've you know really fixed up on it and made it you know work for me and um you know that was an evidence that i was able to take advice and add it on to my work and get better from it right you know so i'm not gonna say what it was but like, i know it's okay yeah. <laughs> you don't have to you don't yeah. oh is it because i'm staring yeah, yeah, you down yeah, like, like say it now yeah. <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> i'm not trying to get you to say it so yeah, yeah so like and before he gave me the advice i didn't know him yeah i, just, I knew of him mm. we followed each other online and you know, we sometimes t- tag each other and each other's works. Mm. So, you know, him telling me that really motivated yeah. me to move forward. So I think, yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be your family or, you know. Yeah, it doesn't. Do you know what? I believe, support. I definitely, definitely 100% agree. I'm going to do a selfish plug. Yeah, okay. Um. So we are a podcast powered by a company called Typedia. And we're well-being um, writing support service. And what that really means is you get um, account- accountability partners, mm-hmm. you get a writing coach, and you get a mentor. Mm-hmm. You also get editors. So it's like during your journey, you have someone keeping you accountable in terms of your goals. Mm-hmm. Um, you have someone who is the writing coach now, who is now um, showing you how to be a better writer along your journey. You have the editor who is... Um, obviously providing edits the writing coach also provides feedback and that's constructive feedback which i think we need to address um what constructive feedback means um and we have the mentor who is mainly focused on 
your mental and emotional well-being during your journey. Mm. And these are obviously people you don't know personally, because I think what can happen is you get, if, if it's someone you know all the time, is there are biases flying about oh it's because this person knows this about me that's why they've said this i mean it's harder for me to take constructive feedback from family sorry um it's it's harder for me to even see as constructive because i am biased myself in what i think their lens of judgment is Mm -hmm. and so it's not just going to be productive for me so like what you've said david where you've put your work out there and you've gotten feedback be it positive, negative, in between the sandwich of constructive feedback mm. that has helped you improve. Yeah. So it's almost like online was your system, that was your support system, mm. and they really helped in your growth. Mm. I wouldn't recommend online helping you in your well-being, mm. um, but they're, they're probably really good for what they do, um, the community yeah. you've been fortunate to experience. Fortunate to yeah. Internet is the wild west. It is the. Oh my god! Fortunate enough to get um, good people, uh, good people, you know, supporting you. Then uh, at least a a good majority or a loud minority. Oh, you could be happy. No, a loud minority. You could be happy with yourself. (laughs) All right, then that's a great one, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So in this now, we're just going to quickly announce that we will be having, since this is our first episode, um, we'll just announce that we'll be having a segment where we answer questions Mm -hmm. from you, our listeners, um, questions on your writing journey, questions on your um, illustrative art journey, any other creative experiences that you believe, you know, you've always had these questions lingering in your mind, just send it to us. Um, you can send it to us via our website at typedia.co.uk and then you just go to the uh, menu and then uh, community, the drop down, and then leave a question um, where it says leave a question <laughs> in the menu. All right. Um, I think that's it for me. Yeah, same for me. I think... Um... I'm yeah. excited for what's to come, the different topics to talk about, and really, really explore more on what is the well-being. state of my well-being yeah. in this creative journey. Um, ho- hoping that our words reach those who really need to hear it as well. Yeah. All right. It's been real, guys. Lovely, lovely to finally meet you all. We've been preparing this for a long time. Um, and yeah, we hope to receive your questions and have a great day ahead. Bye. Bye.